Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. William Henry Griffith Thomas was an Anglican theologian who lived from 1861 to 1924. He is sometimes referred to as W.H. Griffith Thomas, and most often simply as Griffith Thomas. He was a rare combination of faithful soul winner, loving pastor, impactful preacher, and brilliant scholar. He served the Lord in England, in Canada, and in the United States and he's best known for his writings, authoring 24 books and 26 booklets. Griffith Thomas's beginnings didn't look very promising. He was born in England in 1861, and shortly before his birth, his father died. His mother remarried, but the family still struggled financially, so that when Griffith was 14, he was forced to withdraw from school. That didn't stop him from getting educated. He developed faithful habits of reading and study habits that he diligently maintained throughout his life. When he went to work for his stepfather's brother in London, making parts for watches, Griffith would study faithfully from 10.30 each night until 2.30 the next morning. He became known as a scholar as a result of his own diligent study habits. Griffith had not yet received Christ when he began attending Holy Trinity Church at 16 years of age. And when they asked him to teach a Sunday school class, he misunderstood and somehow thought they were asking him to sing in the choir. After he had volunteered, he became very frustrated to find himself teaching a faith in which he personally had no experience. Still, he pressed on teaching his class for four months. Then one Saturday night, two young men in the church met with Griffith and showed him from the Bible the meaning of salvation by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. That night, Griffith put his faith in Christ. And later he wrote, When I awoke the next morning, my soul was simply overflowing with joy. And since then, I have never doubted that it was on that Saturday night I was born again, converted to God. Griffith believed that God was calling him to preach, so he studied at King's College in London when he was 18 and was soon offered a ministry position in an Anglican church there while he was still in college. He would attend class in the mornings and fulfill his church responsibilities in the evenings. After he graduated and was ordained in 1885 at 24 years of age, he continued to serve in the London church for several more years. Then he moved to Oxford, where he enjoyed a similar situation of helping to minister in an Anglican church while he pursued a degree at the university. The man who was Griffith's ministry supervisor was very supportive of him as he diligently pursued his studies every day. Canon Christopher, as he was known, had a great passion for God, and he was a zealous soul winner, but he was aging, and his health was failing. So gradually, young Griffith bore more and more of the burden of leading the church. He was preaching regularly. He organized the Sunday school, and he visited people in their homes. Still a young man, Griffith Thomas was developing the very healthy ministry balance that is often neglected by preachers of the gospel. He was as diligent and zealous in his walk with the Lord and in his work with people as he was in his study of God's Word, and the people of the church loved him dearly. When I think of the Anglican church in the present or the past, 
I don't picture pastors who have a passion for God, a passion for the Bible, and a passion for souls. But Griffith Thomas definitely was that kind of preacher. In 1896, at 36 years of age, Griffith became the pastor of the St. Paul's Church in Portman Square, London. He served there for nearly 10 years and was very successful, largely because the people had a burden for prayer. Griffith led six prayer meetings every week in his church, and he held daily Bible studies. The church had a strong impact for Christ in their neighborhood. In 1910, Griffith moved his family to Toronto, Canada where he'd been invited to teach systematic theology at Wycliffe College. But when he arrived, he learned that the position had been given to someone else. He was so convinced that it was God's will for him to have a ministry in Canada that he took a lesser position in the college. And it was while he was in Canada that he became much more widely known as a preacher and a writer. And he had the opportunity to preach in many new places. Eventually, he was invited to return and pastor a church in England. But he declined, saying, Right now, I feel like I'm the pastor of an entire continent. In his lifetime, Griffith Thomas became very involved in the Keswick Convention, a movement that focused on a stronger personal relationship with Christ and living the victorious Christian life. He spoke often at D.L. Moody's Northfield Conference. And near the end of his life, he was instrumental in helping start Dallas Theological Seminary with his friend Louis Sperry Schaefer. He had hoped to teach there himself, but he died in June of 1924, just months before the seminary opened its doors. Today, William Henry Griffith Thomas is best known for his writings in theology, including his book, Principles of Theology. He was often heard giving young preachers this advice. Think yourself empty. Read yourself full. Write yourself clear. Pray yourself keen. Then enter the pulpit and let yourself go. Christian, don't underestimate the very specific work that God has for you to accomplish with your life. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.